Kristen. And I'm Jess. And we are Swifties Anonymous. Anonymous. Uh, welcome to Swifties Anonymous, the podcast where we talk about Taylor Swift songs sometimes. Um, and tropes. <laughs> and tropes. I don't know. So we are on episode 23. Yes. And boy, we've got some songs for you today. Oh, we got some songs. Actually, when I was taking my notes for these songs, I had more to say than I thought. Yeah. Yeah, these are these are some good ones. Yeah. But before we dive in, let's talk about some Swifty news. There is a bit of Swifty news. So Taylor dropped this love, Taylor's version, last Friday. Um, I guess we should mention what day it is today that we're oh, recording yeah. this. It is Friday, May 13th, and 2022. No <laughs> album announcements or anything I what is going for on sure i thought for sure this swifty news segment was going to be like us freaking out about a new announcement um but no she did not do that yeah, but, so but this love taylor's version is so good it is quite good like i didn't realize how much i love that song until i heard her version so personally that song is um amazing and I'm just glad it's finally getting the love that it deserves because I definitely feel like it's uh, overlooked. Underrated. Yes, yeah. definitely. Just yeah, because, I mean, true. 1989 is pretty stacked. Um, it so, is. But, There's so many good songs on yeah. that album. But that, the bridge to that song <laughs> makes me feel like I'm floating. Like it, it takes really me does. to another dimension. But I feel like even more so in her version. It's like, I feel like she like made crispier. It, yeah. Which... I'm glad because I know we talked about maybe some of the pop songs, which yeah. we'll probably get into but, in this episode. But. Right. But that <laughs> one was produced by Nathan Chapman. It was the one single song on 1989 mm. that wasn't produced by uh, – that was produced by um, Nathan Chapman. So this one was done by whatever his first name is, Stephen Rowe, something like that. Oh, okay. And he seems so, to have a knack for making things really crispy. What about Wildest Dreams, Taylor's version? I guess we haven't really talked about that. Yeah, that one I'm you, I'm missing Max big time on that one. Yeah, big time. Yeah. <laughs> but <sighs> well, well, I'm just I'm excited. I am not sure if 1989 Taylor's version is actually next or she's just trolling I us. I know it's like either it was a huge like misdirect. She's going to announce something completely different, or she's just going to go radio silent for the next six months. I don't want that. <laughs> but we've gotten two singles from 1989, and we got zero from Red. Yeah, that's right. right. She so just that's yeah. She's just all over the place. She, yeah, I think she knows that she can do whatever she wants, and she's going to do just that. Also, yep. um, she did like a little merch drop on her website of mm-hmm. stuff from 1989 and Speak Now, which has thrown everybody off. But on the website, it says it's under a little tab called the Old Taylor, and none of it says Taylor's version on it, like in the little description. Which a lot when mm. she released other merch for red and things like that and fearless it said like the blah 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 taylor's version this said nothing about taylor's version so people were like speculating that she got her masters back which seems highly unlikely yeah no and also that merch was the laziest like uncool things i've ever seen except for like the guitar picks and there was like a blanket that was cool but like it was like the sports letters which doesn't even match the vibe what it was a little i mean i could get like the shake it off music video vibe but a little bit maybe but, but what does that have to do with speak now why was it the oh, same for speak now both oh, of yeah, them yeah, both yeah. of them were the same that's kind true. of letters and style like ugh, lame yeah I, I wasn't a big fan of any of the merch either i don't know it's taylor just of... fire your merch team <laughs> 
We, I will come design you merch, Taylor, please. Yeah, we have a graphic designer in our midst. Um, she could make way better stuff than I don't know no, what I don't they're know doing that. over there. I don't know about that. I'm sure she doesn't have like – I'm sure she could have more control over it if she was really that concerned about it. But it's just – I don't know. It's disappointing. I don't know. Because I'm we'll just see. not going to walk around with a shirt with Taylor's face on it. But I would like something, I don't know, like subtle – some sort a little of more subtle, subtle with some li- lyrics or something like referencing. So well, was there any other Swifty news? I thought there was something else that I was going to scream um, about, but I already forgot. So yeah, I don't, probably I not. Don't think of any, anything else, really. The Oh, the grid is aligned, which you brought out last The grid week. is aligned, guys. It's time. Okay. Do we want to get All back right. into... Yeah, let's get into, let's get into the first song. So we are never, ever getting back together. Like ever. What? This song. So you always ask me what I think of songs. Um, oh, so okay. I'm going to turn the tables. Jess, what do you think of this what song? I think? So I like the song. It's n- like I remember this and um, I probably said this already, but I knew you were trouble were yeah. like the two big hits. And I remember hearing them at the time. I always liked I knew you were trouble more. Like, mm-hmm. This one was a little bit. All right. Like mm-hmm. a, a little repetitive for me at the time. Yeah. But but like when kind of understanding why she did it and stuff like it it is great and it's so fun yes i am completely agree like yeah this is one that i you know i definitely heard when it came out and i was like oh i guess taylor's pop now yeah and then um i kind of forgot about it and then listening to this album again i'm like oh like the song eh, it's kind of whatever but yeah i don't know getting into it and getting into the backstory like i appreciate this song so much and it's honestly i love it now yeah it is it's great <laughs> I don't think I would skip it. But one thing I know we we kind of always talk about this, but sometimes we kind of add it in the, at the end. But I wanted to ask you, what do you think about Taylor's version versus the original? So I listened to them back to back. I didn't do it like super in depth as I've done others, but this one I think is one of the better of the ones that don't have Max Martin um, producing, except for the we. <laughs> yeah, the we, the we. I guess. I'll go ahead and do. Uh, I'll say that I'm going to edit in back to back the wee so wheeze. that we can hear them. Yeah, because it is. It just. I don't know why they changed it. She just says wee, but then in Taylor's version, uh, according to my ears, it sounds like it's like pitched up and it's like wee. Yeah, like, it is. Why? I mean, that's they have what I minions hear too. in there or something. I don't know what minions. You should sound also like, I just assume. edit in like a Super Mario wee. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Like Mario Kart, wee! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll get sued um, for that. So Mario, that's funny. Give me your autograph. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> Nintendo, please don't come after us. <laughs> so this one was the most. I don't know. Maybe it was the, like the mood I was in when I was listening to it. But this one was the most glaring difference for me. Like okay. It felt, it felt kind of empty. I don't know compared that's, to the original. Yeah. And it definitely I is. Yeah. It's still um, really and good. And I do. Yeah, and I I prefer I still again prefer her younger voice for a song like this where she sounds like extra snarky and snappy mm-hmm. and like yeah so yeah well should we dive a little bit into the background let's do it okay well first of all as brought out Taylor Swift wrote it and produced the song with Max Martin and Shellback so Shellback Shellback <laughs> that's why the lyrics are so darn catchy I mean the not the so, lyrics the song I mean is the so darn the catchy. whole thing it's all of it oh man yeah. 
So I read like there's so much different details about the backstory, but here was just one I, I found that Taylor said in an interview. She said, we were in the studio and this guy walked in who was a friend of my ex's and he just started. He, he introduced himself and made some comment about how he heard I was going to get back together with my ex. And after he left, I was talking about it. And I was just like, we are never, ever, ever getting back together. Iconic. <laughs> oh, so good. She continued explaining. She then picked up a guitar and began writing the song then and there. And then apparently she explained everything to Martin and Shellback, and um, her monologue was recorded as a voice memo on someone's iPhone. And is that what we hear in the bridge? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Also, ugh, voice memos. <laughs> is this the first like mention of like a voice memo like on an iPhone specifically? Is it? It probably. I mean, because this is like when iPhones were first. Like everyone had one at this point. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure she had one earlier, just because rich and famous um but that's like oh, just voice memos on iphones yeah so good i mean that kind of became a thing that she started putting on her like deluxe versions yeah did it, i guess did it start with 1989 so over the years <laughs> if you've ever listened to like all of her songs on shuffle and it has like the deluxe yes. version and it just comes up and you're like what is no, this i don't want this <laughs> Uh, they are fun to listen to but yeah not they really great fun, but in a Taylor wears, shuffle <laughs> yeah and it wears off over time like you listen to it once and you're like oh neat I liked hearing the you know original how it came about and then you keep hearing it so over the years yeah stop oh, I love you Taylor yeah. um <laughs> so yeah that's that's great I mean it's it's another kind of Taylor ranting yes turning into a song gotta yes. love it gotta love it so this is the this is the good part about the song yeah, uh, pour the tea. Yeah. Well, not to get too much into the Taylor. We'll get into that later. But she said right. that her intent with this song was to stick it to an ex who made me feel like I wasn't as good or as relevant as those hipster bands he listened to. Hmm, I wonder who. <laughs> so I made a song that I knew would absolutely drive him crazy when he heard it on the radio. Not only would it hopefully be played a lot so that he'd have to hear it, but it's the opposite of the kind of music that he was trying to make me feel inferior to. I just... There's so much to unpack here. I just <laughs> this this is this is a red version of doing the little John Mayer riff in Dear yes. John. Yes, it's like yeah, it's the same energy, mm -hmm. but she does it in in an opposite way. Mm -hmm. Turns this little thing on its head, and I am I'm living. It's great. I'm both living it for it, and I'm also deceased because of it. So. <laughs> Uh, the duality of man. Um. <laughs> yeah, so that part makes me like I get it now. I get why yeah. it's kind of the point, and it makes me like the song more. Yeah, me she's, too. Yeah, she's just being yeah. kind of I don't know. She's yeah, What's she's being like petty. Petty. And, yes. Um, <laughs> the word petty. Yeah, I mean, but to put put that much work into being petty is, I mean, she's making art with please. it. So you yes. keep being petty, Taylor. Oh yeah, I love that. I, I don't I, I have no words like it's so good and just like the sarcastic delivery of the whole song just really like it's a oh, chef's kiss yes well, so did she succeed in making it popular hmm let's Do you see think? let's see well I have a couple of fun facts that I think will uh, tell the answer to that okay so first of all this was the lead single from red which mm -hmm. is crazy. Can you imagine coming off Speak Now, Still Country, and then this is the lead single? Like, Right. And it was released to country radio. Whoa. So, which the beginning riff where it's like, doodle -do -do -do, it's definitely a little country, but then it That's comes true. in and gets very pop. And then it's like that pop beat, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, and oh, it's... Can I get a yeehaw? Designed to be stuck in your head. Can I get a yeehaw? 
<laughs> well, it became Swift's first number one on the Billboard Hot 100, apparently, which I found that surprising. Had she not? I know. Like, I know. You belong I, with me? Or No, this was her first number one. And so crazy. I think that is just extra, extra amazing. It really. That she designed this <laughs> annoying song just to annoy her ex. And I mean, there's you couldn't get away from this song. It didn't no. matter if you didn't listen to this type of music. You knew the song. You were going to hear it. Yep. I can attest to that. Yep. Yep. Same like, here. You can't escape it. As someone who was trying to be cool and listen to hipster bands or whatever, it <laughs> yeah, you could not get more, away from it. <laughs> the more I hear about how annoying and like insufferable her ex was at this time, I'm like, oh my God, I hope I wasn't that annoying. <laughs> but again, okay, here's the thing though. In my defense. You were a 15-year-old a girl probably. Yes. <laughs> no. Well, actually... I well, so this is after I don't think I was so music snobby at this time, like when this was coming out, but just like maybe before when I was like 16, 17. Yeah. So in my defense, I was a teenage girl and he's a grown man being a music snob and acting like his he's the coolest person in the world for listening to indie music. Yeah, but well, we're gonna get whatever. into that. We're gonna get into that. So hold your right, right. No. Okay. Let's so uh, here's another up. fun fact. Um Guinness World Records inducted the song into their records in 2012 for fastest selling single in digital history. Um, dare I say iconic? That I is really, great. It's oh. so funny to me, honestly. Which I, I meant to look up if this if the song still holds that title. Yeah, because I feel like she got some other like Guinness Book of World Record thing for some other well. fast. It was like <laughs> fastest. <laughs> no, I mean like before this, it was oh. fastest selling something by a female artist. It was something so specific. But Probably. See, I've forgotten because I... She know. wins so many, like, breaks so many records, it's hard to keep track. Yeah, I know. I'll just have to go on to the Wikipedia page. It's like a list of awards and accolades for Taylor Swift. I'm sure it exists. Yes. Oh, I'm sure it does. <laughs> so that's cool. Yeah, she she definitely made it a popular song. Jake couldn't get away from it. Yeah. But is it about Jake? Who Jake who are we talking about? Jake, Jake Owen? Jill. <laughs> yeah, Jake. Jake Owen. Owens Throwback. or Owen? I forgot. I don't know. <laughs> it's See fine. the one with the nice arms? Okay. I we're going to so. stop objectifying men as much. As much, guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. Do we want to get into Taylor? Yeah. I, well, let's get into Taylor. And there, there's a lot of stuff. And I'm, I'm sorry for all of it. But this is the no, most ridiculous. I'm living. This is the most ridiculous one that I found. That just cracks me up and I had to include it. So yes, I guess she performed the song in the 2013 Grammys. Mm-hmm. Great performance, by the way. It was Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. themed. So Iconic. She famously adopted a British accent when she says, which you might have to do my Harry, I mean, the Harry Styles impression, but oh, okay. she's like, so he calls me up and he's like, I still love you. <laughs> she didn't and say I'm, it like that, obviously. But. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm busy opening up the Grammys. So... Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. yeah, when she does that line, the I still love you, she does in a British accent. So people are like, yeah. oh my gosh, it's about Harry Styles. So I remember this. I didn't, I don't think I watched the actual performance, but at the time I had a Tumblr that I would just scroll what? through for the for the memes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and Taylor was famously pretty active on Tumblr. And One Direction fans were also um, militant should I say? Mm-hmm. Um, and I just saw so many, like I didn't really, I didn't follow anything about One Direction or Taylor Swift. It was just on my feed because it was such a big deal. Um, One Direction fans were so mad. Oh my gosh. That she had done this. They're like, can't believe you've done this. You. Yes. 
Like I was seeing like all these reaction gifts, like girl, he don't love you. Like leave him alone. Like, and it's so, it's ridiculous, man. She was clearly doing it just like to stir up drama yeah. because it's very clear that the song's not about him, but like, right. She can, you can create your own narrative based on whatever she says. And she, I think she was just adding fuel to the fire. And I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it was great. And also it probably was after they like broke up. So maybe at the time she was kind of, oh, I'm directing this at him. But yeah, like whatever. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, I think it's so funny and that people will take, you know, one thing like that. And she knew what she was doing. Like, yeah. And the fact that she's like, I'm sorry, I'm busy opening up the Grammys. Love it. She always changes like the like she did with Mean. Yes, exactly. I love it. I love it. Oh, it's so good. But I think I think she did it for the drama and she I'm did it for, for the it. vine. <laughs> she did it for the vine. Oh, throwback. But yeah, the One Direction fans I think really really hated Taylor. I'm sure. Well, they were da- she was dating Harry Styles. I mean, come on. Right. It's like as if like Harry was going to date you instead. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what everyone thinks when they're that age. I mean, <laughs> this is true. I mean, we were probably we were like that with Joe Jonas. Yeah, exactly. Oh, let's not go down <laughs> that road. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about who it's about and why it's about Jake. So, okay, yes. Well, I don't want to get too much into the music video, but I'll just mention that just a quick, just a quick mention. little thing. So, the guy in the music video, which we'll talk about a little bit more later, wears a navy blue puffer vest which is extremely similar to the one Jake Gyllenhaal wore on one of his dates with Swift. I think in general, like they tried to style him after Jake is kind of more. Most definitely. And the scarf, he puts the scarf, the scarf around her neck. Yeah. So yeah, we all know about the definite scarf. reference. So there's that. Um, so she also takes a dig at Jake's love for indie music as she always does. And I thought this was funny. The actor had dated Indie Darling and Rilo Kylie singer Jenny Lewis prior to Swift. And then after he and Swift broke up, he brought her to the Golden Globes as his date. So wow. I guess he really had a love for indie music. Yeah. Also, Jenny Lewis toured with Harry Styles. So that is I don't know why that tea is scalding hot, but <laughs> I'm just going to I'm going to say that it is like it is. It is. I, I don't I don't understand why that's so funny to me, but. I guess yeah. it's just like, I don't know, like a small world kind of yeah, thing or like because like, it's not it's clearly coincidence. But yeah, I mean, it's just so funny. <laughs> it is quite funny. Uh, but uh, Jenny Lewis is great. Got to love her. Yeah. So this is the part that you're going to love, too. So okay. Taylor said about the song also, this was a, fit a little bit more into the Taylor than the background. But she said yeah. there are some references to being cooler than me, indie records, hipsters and stuff like that. All of that is in reference to that relationship that made me feel very insecure. This guy was the kind of dude that would say, oh, I just once saw this basement concert and there were only four people there, but they're starting to blow up now, so I'm really over it. And I'm the opposite. I started to feel like, should I have less people at my concerts? I don't want to have less people people at my concerts. I really like how things have gone. Dude, that is so... <laughs> I mean, that's such a 2012 mindset. Honestly, it's before 2012 because like... That's just when it was I more remember mainstream, feeling that way, ironically maybe. enough. Yeah, yeah, for real. <laughs> like, his whole hipster persona is so over. Like, it's over. Yeah. Um, like, What's the joke about like... I remember feeling like that in 2008 <sighs> when I was literally 16. <laughs> yep. And I mean, sometimes I do feel like... I mean, like, not to be like this, but me and you listen to... Phoebe Bridgers' first album, and like the EP before that, before she blew up, and honestly, and now I'm seeing her blow up, and she seems really happy. I mean, I'm glad she's getting the recognition she deserves. So 
True. Um, but it just it does annoy me. The one thing that I'm a little hipstery about, if you want to call it that, is like if someone recommends, like if I had told someone to listen to, hey, check out Phoebe Bridgers, and they're like, oh, and then like a year later she's blown up. And they're like, oh, have you heard of Phoebe Bridgers? Like, bruh, I know. So annoying. Well, it'd be like that. I've had that happen a couple times with different things. I'm just like, I know, I know. Just yeah, listen like, to my recommendations. Like is group all love? I ask. Remember Group Loves uh, EP? Have you ever heard of Group Loves? <laughs> group Loves, like the Group Loves. Group loves. Like no. Um, <laughs> do you? Okay, what's so. that joke about the indie? Like I'm so indie. I saw a band underground and killed them, so no one else can. <laughs> I just butchered it. That- that is literally, I mean, that's Jake here. Or yes. I remember seeing that t-shirt probably around this time. He probably owned the shirt from Target that was like, I listen to bands that don't even exist yet. <laughs> I watched American Idol before America existed. Don't you think that like this doesn't exist anymore because like there's so much music out there that it's like, I'm only going to listen content. to something. Yeah. It's like, it's a, a blessing and a curse. I know we've talked about it before, but it's like, I don't think that exists anymore really. Yeah, with streaming, I feel like it's kind of, it's kind of killed it a little bit. Yeah, um, but I mean, we definitely went to concerts that there was only four people there. Oh, definitely. I'm thinking of Winter Sleep. Yeah. Do you remember when the books concert? The books concert. So yeah, we've been there, but it's also fun to go to a huge concert with a bunch of people. Yeah, and feel that energy. Not necessarily arenas. Sorry, Taylor. I'd still love to see. You. Yeah, I will be in that mosh pit. (laughs) I'll be in that Taylor mosh pit. I will pay $300. Just kidding. That's probably not, that's probably way more than that. Uh, That probably doesn't even touch it. No, I really don't know. I I mean, I'm sure. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to like win tickets on the radio. But if if we were going to do it, if we, if, If you know, we were going to do it, we would, we would do it. I would have to do general admission though. Yeah. Like we'd have to be. If there even is such a thing for, for a Taylor concert, it still might be like, all like seated or something. It might all be like seated, quote unquote, but. Anyway, anyway, back to the indie how music. annoying it is. Okay, <laughs> yeah, go about Jake to date one of the most popular musicians in the world at this point. I mean, she wasn't as popular as she was going to get, but come on. And yeah. then to be like, oh well, like you're too mainstream. Like, dude, what did you? You're think- mainstream. You yeah. were in a Michael Bay movie. Shut up. <laughs> What's worse than that? Actually, I don't know if he'd been in a Michael Bay movie Wait, yet or not. Wait, what Michael Bay movie is he in? I'm just thinking of the one he's in like this year, but I'm sure he's been in others. Like, oh, I'm sure. Come he on. was in Day After Tomorrow. I mean, that's, that's basically like, a Michael Bay movie. Basically Michael Bay. Like Michael Bay light. Not enough explosions. Oh, man. <laughs> so yeah, I just, I, that is so annoying. It's, it is. It's very I annoying. I mean, again, this is probably Taylor, like, you know emphasizing it right maybe she's head. exaggerating a exaggerating bit, it but yeah, i, I can totally words. i don't know i just feel like no it, it it makes sense even if he made some sort of comment like it still hurt her enough you know to feel yeah. like yeah why do you have to discredit my art because a lot of people like it and i love how she mentions that like so often it must it must have really gotten her well got i her mean feeling imagine bad. yeah i mean imagine being you know any kind of artist is really sensitive yeah <laughs> like, it takes a lot to put your work out there when someone that you supposedly loves you and keeps calling you to get you back, you know, kind of discredits it in that way. Like, yep, it hurt. Okay, we got right, too well, deep there. Let's talk. Well, let's, let's talk more light stuff. There's a there's not necessarily light stuff, but oh, no. there's a couple more little things that that I thought were interesting. So obviously, Jake called her up again to break her like a promise. Rude. As we saw 
I mean, that's kind of, you know, reference to the song when, you know, you, you know, when you see her in all the all too well music video and she's mm-hmm. crying and he's calling. So that's what mm-hmm. I picture when she says, I say, I hate you. We break up. You call me. I love you. So obviously after they broke up, he had the nerve to call her and then drop the L word because that is the same energy as the hidden message for State of Grace's I love you doesn't count after goodbye. And also, as all too wells, he's going to say it's love. You never called it was what it was till we were dead and gone and buried. I mean, that checks out. If she's yep. going to mention it that many times, like that's clearly something that happened. Yep. So I just, even if it didn't, it happened in our fictionalized version. I mean, the, that's the Taylor kind of, verse. That's kind of but, the clues that Taylor's dropping. Yeah, but, but it's I still love, messed up. It's Oh, it's messed up. And the fact that, you know, we talked about last week. I almost do, but this is kind of the opposite end of the spectrum where she's like, yes, the flippant attitude. Like, you know what? I can forget you. Like I said last time, I imagine her like wanting to call him and then writing, I almost do, and then waking up the next morning and then being like, and then writing this. I'm just going to pretend that she wrote this literally the next day in the studio. (laughs) Yeah, with Max. Yep. So that's basically it for the tale lore. If if anyone else has stuff to add, I'm sure there's all kinds of juicy bits. Please email us or DM us. Yeah comment like and subscribe um follow how do tag. how do youtubers do actually it's not even a youtuber anymore it's a tiktokers world and we're just living in it true so what it's do tiktokers say like when they finish i don't they don't do anything they just like start talking and then the tiktok is over yeah, our then... attention spans are so short like now you have you can't, you don't have time for that you just kind of you just blast them with the content and just end it so true oh man so let's talk about the lyrics (laughs) yeah let's do it so i mean the delivery is everything in this song i don't know if i have said that enough times um and when she's like doing like the lines like he said like i miss you and i swear i'm gonna change trust trust me me. like it's so great i love that and i love like the like i don't know how to describe it like the offbeat kind of rhyme thing that she's got she's rapping she's rapping it's kind of it's a light rap okay um okay my favorite not my i'm not gonna say my favorite lyric yet but i'm obsessed when when you said you needed space what yeah <laughs> love the what i love it so much so like much it doesn't talking. matter what i'm doing like if this song is on in the background and i hear the what i'm gonna be like what, what? yeah let's drop everything what <sighs> i know they're so great um but yeah she does kind of like i don't know if she like imitates his like she kind of has like a conversation in the song so mm-hmm. you can kind of hear the two different she's like the back and i forth. say i hate you we break up you call me i love you like she says it <laughs> differently to show that she's talking in different voices i don't know uh, yeah girl's a voice actor guys i mean just, just like the verses at least especially like the first one it's like she's not even singing it's like she's she's speaking it's great it's a rap it's a rap some would say <laughs> And that's a wrap. Um, so did you have a favorite line? Oh, did I have a favorite? So my favorite was... I feel like we're going to have the same one. We probably are. <laughs> you would hide away and find your peace of mind with some indie record that's much cooler than mine. I love it. Is that your line, I love too? the way she says it. Mine, my favorite really was just the whole second verse. Oh, okay. Um, oh, yeah, I just, that, I love at the it. beginning where she's like, I'm really going to miss you picking fights and me. Like, yeah. Falling forward, screaming that I'm right. I just love like... The sarcasm. Yes. Yes. And then, of course, yeah, hiding away yeah. with the indie record. That's um, much cooler than mine. <laughs> it's got to do it. It's just so good. Like, uh. it's not even that she's saying – well, actually, I mean, she is saying um, – she's telling a story, but 
just the delivery. Yeah. The delivery. It's so like, yeah, poking fun. It's great. Oh, another thing about the way she says, trust me. Like, I almost can see her doing like a side eye. Like, like an eye roll. I picture the side eye emoji. Trust me. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like you oh, could just man. make this whole song with emojis. Don't tempt me because that will be the description for this episode. <laughs> Please. Oh. oh. So is it trope time? Yeah. I had to take a sip of water before my tropes. Oh, yeah. Get, um, get that actually, breath. Listing all these out, it didn't seem that long. Just the whole concept is Swifty. Just in general. Yes. I mean, I know we said that for like eight out of the ten <laughs> songs that we've talked about. <laughs> or eight out of eight songs because we're on the eighth song. Um, okay. So this really is on-off relationships, the song. Mm-hmm. Um, talking in a song, laughing in a song. There's all kinds oh, of giggles. Um, the sarcastic delivery. Um, last night, phone calls, his friends, her friends, the drama of it all. Yep. Making fun of him for being a hipster. Um, and this emotionally unavailable guy who retreats after picking a fight to listen to Sweet Disposition by the Temper <laughs> Trap. And uh, the idea of love being forever, I feel like. Definitely. Um, that's all I really wrote down. I f- still feel like there's probably more. But it seems like any of these songs that were kind of written on the spot in the studio are maybe a little less tropey since it's not like she wrote them by herself in her, you know, in a room on her guitar. So it's it just seems like some of those are a little less tropey. Yeah, like I individually, even though if, if the whole concept is. Yeah, I was going to say, like, ranting, a rant becoming a song should be a trope. Is 100% a trope. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's all, it's super snappy lyrically, mm-hmm. um, which I feel like probably Max and Shellback contributed to maybe just because of, yeah, the rant becoming a song and they were able to like pare it down mm-hmm. in a way that made sense. Yeah, definitely. His Rose style. Definitely. Um, am I allowed to call Max Martin just Max or should I call him Mr. Martin or I don't know. Are you am on I a first too, name basis? Am I being too informal with this guy? I don't know. I should I'm probably sure he cares. get him on the show to ask him personally. Yeah, I think that's the only way. <laughs> I don't know. If he's too busy to redo the songs for Taylor, then he's too busy to be on our podcast. Nope. We'll make time. <laughs> uh, anyway, so pretty tropey. Pretty yeah, tropey. Yeah. Oh, and the secret message is when I stopped caring what you thought. Perfect. I love that. Perfect. I love that because because it became her first number one. Like, that's the ultimate, like, got him. I, is that revenge? Is that another trope? Is it kind of revengey? It's it's kind of revengey. It's been a minute since we had some revenge. I mean, she didn't you know, know what, at the time it was going to be revenge, but. True. But Retroactive. Song, I don't know. This song, oh, wait. What about my famous ex? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that one's so obvious I forgot to that's write true. it down. It's but like, yes. Is it a Taylor uh, song? Then it has been sex. <laughs> exactly. So I um, hope we left enough time to talk about this music video. Let's do it. Because I, this is, might be my favorite music video of Taylor's. It might be her best like, so far. It's definitely her best so far. Um, I haven't watched like every single one yet so i have i, I have a favorite in my so, mind's eye that so we haven't good. talked about yet so i think i have an idea of what that is and <laughs> it's, it's iconic too idea. yeah but um but yeah this, uh, this i love one. it so much um so it was shot in one take yes um which amazing i'm a sucker for a one take video yeah like everyone is um but all the different costume changes and scenery changes her like pajamas I, I want her pajamas so bad <sighs> I literally wrote down the PJs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to find them on Etsy. Um, if someone can They have little woodland animals. <laughs> Amazing. That was such the peak of like woodland animals and like Well, foxes. as we can see with the 
the the band the band was okay. Mr. Nashville there? He was. He was, was kind of in the background. Okay, what was he dressed so up as? This, uh, oh, sorry, know, some You're... sort of woodland creature. He's kind of in the like. I saw him. I looked at him. I was like, okay. Mr. Nashville, my best friend, the one guitarist with the spiky hair that keeps with the painted the, nose, with the painted nose and face. His... So he. So I'm really sorry. Um, not to become a, a hater uh, podcast Uh-oh. here, but um, his name is Grant. I can't remember his last name. He in every live performance during this time, and he was with her for Speak Now too. He is just like in and in this video too. He's just like wants to be in the forefront and like just he's just demanding attention and it drives me crazy. And I, I don't, I no, his, stop it. His facial expressions are making me uncomfortable in this music so video. It's like, bro, that's the one thing down. I don't like about it. Like, his like keeps looking at the camera, like, look at me. This is my music video. Like, please, yeah. let I mean, Mr. Nashville funny shine. For a minute, but yeah, yeah, the real it just star. kept happening. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't mean to step on someone's vibe but i just don't i don't like that he is just i don't know he seems like a real attention spotlight hog is he not in the band anymore no or okay he got i haven't out. seen him in any he wasn't in reputation i haven't seen him really since red mm. i'll have to do some some digging some searching i'm sure he's a nice guy i'm sure you're a nice guy grant obviously you're listening and um please come on the show. i would love to have you on the show um <laughs> but can you stop can you retroactively stop doing that? Because he does it in their live performances too. He's like, oh, just gosh, there, yeah. and he's like, I'm the coolest with my spiky hair, and I'm the emo guitarist, and he's just. Like, I've never noticed. I don't think I probably have, but I've never really like focused on it. But now I will, and I don't want to. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. He has also, bad Taylor energy. brought back the hipster glasses. Or yes, I guess maybe this came first. But oh, the whole room, all the rooms in that video are mm-hmm. a vibe like i love the yes. the plant the monstera wallpaper y- yes yes also okay when they're when she says the indie record and he's listening to his indie record it's literally the guy's face on the record like it's that guy which is <gasps> wow such a dig i'm i'm obsessed Again, i feel like every frame you could probably watch it in slow motion i'm sure somebody has pick out and something. like picked out every little like easter egg and detail oh i'm sure and again, like the fashion for the guy with the puffer vest and the scarf. Yes. Just subtle digs. It's great. I love it so much. I love the crocheted bird. Yeah, the There's crocheted, a crocheted bird. bird. I love him. He's my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I love the city, like the cutout city at the beginning and the end. That feels like a, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a Jake It's reference. like a pop-up book. I mean, I guess that's <laughs> yes, kind of the... Yes, yeah, it is. That's the word. Like, it's like the whole... <gasps> the music stuff. video is a pop-up book. Oh, my gosh. It totally is. Well, I I think we covered <laughs> the music video, unless there's anything else you want to talk about. Is it time to rate the song? Um, Yeah. Let's rate the song. Okay. What's, what did you rate it? So, I gave it a six, but it sounds like I love it more than that. But I'm going to stick with my six. I was I, mean, I was hovering that's... around there too. Yeah, I did a six point five. I definitely think this is my favorite of the three pop songs, like the three big, like twenty two trouble. Oh, and this yeah. one. Yeah, I think this one's my favorite of the that trifecta. Okay. See, I'd still take trouble. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but I love. I mean, they're you, all. You'll I allow don't it. Dis- I'll allow it. But it's again, it's not a song that I'm gonna like put on and like listen to in my solitude. But um, when but you're in when the it vibe. comes up, yeah, yeah you when can't. I'm vibing and it's on my workout mix, like it's yeah, yep. 
here for it. So how swifty? I don't know. I had a really hard time. Like it's a, clearly like a seven uh, or eight or a- probably. Yeah. Maybe a 7.5. Or do you think it's an eight? I don't know. Now that we're talking about it, it sounds much more swifty. Well, it doesn't have a lot of her eyes and dress and dates and individual details. So I'd That's say true. seven and a half a- indie records. That are much cooler than mine. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think we have um, time for a break. Really (laughs) gone for it. Yeah. Let's take a little break and then we'll talk about stay times three. Are you ready for back to school? JCPenney's got you covered with new fall fashions for the whole family. Now 70% off from now until October 1st. Thank you, JCPenney. Please sponsor us. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So if you haven't noticed, oh, we're back. Oh, yeah. That was that was our commercial break. Go check out JCPenney. Uh, Yeah. Are JCPenney is JCPenney done? Because like all the stores. Oh, all the stores near us have closed Mm. like liquidation sale. I went into the one near us when it was like closing and they had their mannequins for sale (gasps) and like they had everything, all display items, like Man. all for sale. I wanted to buy a mannequin so bad, but they're a little expensive. They're trying to get like 200 bucks for that. I like, I give you $12. I don't want to know what people are going to do with those mannequins. I would buy <laughs> just, well, I don't know. I don't know what I would use it for. Just to stand in my window to spook people. Well, that would home. be funny. Like one in your house. Yeah. Just yeah. Holding your guitar. That's your guitar stand. It's a guitar stand. Yes. Just try on any like makeup any outfit looks like just try it on your mannequin maybe like some makeup looks or some hair styles yeah Yeah. exactly even though it's probably the one that didn't have hair yeah it was the faceless hairless ones Mm -hmm. (laughs) that that breed of mannequin so maybe your outfits (laughs) just outfits except for getting them on and then you have to clip them so they fit and then you put it on and it doesn't fit because you don't have those clips you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know how they clip it to make it look good and then you get it home and it's like, wow, this looks stupid. Um, anyway, so the song Stay, Stay, Stay is a commercial for JCPenney and you cannot convince me otherwise. <laughs> Haters gonna hate. Guys, I actually I really like don't song. hate this song. No, I don't I, hate it. It's not as bad as it's made out to be. I just I don't like it that much, but it's not that bad. Well, I can I just say like musical whiplash. Yes. From the last song to this one. Yeah. Like back to country. And, yes. And from I Almost Do to We Are Never Ever. This whole album is yeah. emotional whiplash. It's, I mean, it's a it's a roller coaster. It's emotional roller coaster. It is. And that's just that really is how your early twenties are. So thank you. Um anyway. <laughs> All right. So, so stay, stay, stay. This song, <laughs> I I listening to it a couple times. Like it grew on me a little bit. Maybe Stockholm syndrome. I don't know. Um, I really like. I when I first listened to it, I was like, "Oh my god, I hate this so much." I don't even remember the first time I heard it, but I was like barfing about it. Like I oh really my hated gosh. it. Um, but like it's just because it was it's such. Cute. It was so jarring. Um, it but is no, yeah, yeah. It's really. It's not. It's it's not my favorite. I don't. It's not my least favorite either. Um, yeah it's not that bad no it's it's it's, just a little annoying but 
it's really fine. A little bit. And yeah. um, it's really fun to like parody the lyrics, but <laughs> it's so cute. It and is. Oh, it's nothing if not cute. It's it's kind of a weird message for this album for Red. It's it but is. It's strange, isn't it? It kind of goes like contrary to the message, but I guess not if love's a roller coaster, like this is she's just trying to show another aspect. I don't know. But it is yeah. it is kind of weird. Um it just feels like it belongs on Speak Now or something to me. Maybe. It does I, I mean know. not that it's a confession, but just like musically. Right. Too. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I know it's like considered country, but to me it reads more like that like ukulele glockenspiel like tumblr girl 2012 <laughs> yes and that seems to me like i don't know if this was the type of like annoying indie music that jake was listening to and she was trying to parody it, parody it that, a little bit i'd love is that uh is that a galaxy brain take uh maybe but <laughs> it just really there was a time where this kind of music was just like what everybody would it's do like this twee like yeah. ukulele covers specifically yeah. tumblr <laughs> um so it just like the way she sings it is more country and there is obviously some country elements but to me it's more like quote unquote indie at the time uh sounding. I, I, I see you know that. what i mean yeah and that's why it's just a little annoying because it feels like she's i don't know if pandering is the right word hmm yeah but, i see what you mean but she was trying something new and she yeah, did it you can't it's all good that. so yeah. let's let's talk about the background um do it so she said, the song Stay, Stay, Stay is a song that I wrote based on what I've seen of real real relationships, where it's not perfect. There are moments where you're just so sick of that person, you get into a stupid fight. It's still worth it to stay in it. There's something about it that you can't live without. In the bridge, it says, I'd like to hang out with you for my whole life. And I think that's um, probably the key to finding the one. You just want to hang out with them forever. <laughs> I mean, that is true. And it's, yeah. that's cute. Um, so some of the dumbest like criticisms I've seen of this song, it's like, to me, the worst thing about it is that it's just like kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, but people really do be thinking like it's an abusive relationship and it's like oh. glorifying toxicity and it's like, it's not that deep guys. Yeah. Please. It's, it's really not. I think this was pretty, yeah, there's not a whole lot in the meaning of the song. Yeah. Well, they're like, like this is just... he thinks it's funny when she's mad and I mean, it's clearly like, it's a very like, I but... don't know, mental health side of TikTok take yeah like so he's a she's abusive because she's throwing the phone like please everyone it's not that deep guys but i have you ever been mad and then like the other person thinks it's funny that you're mad and it makes you more mad i hate that oh my gosh yes (laughs) but at the same time that's that's good because like they're not getting mad like they're uh, they're trying to diffuse and it's not yeah yeah. it's like and it's more like a lighthearted. like sometimes um right yeah, Evan, he'll like try to make me grumpy and then he's like, he'll be like, I think it's cute when you're grumpy. And I'm like, and it's not in any sort of abusive way, guys. It's just like I make a grumpy face and he thinks it's cute. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of what I was reading into when she says that in the song. Yeah, like, that's it's the kind not of like, not like provoking her and then laughing at her. Right, right. Yeah, it's Hopefully. lighthearted, guys. I mean, listen to the song, like the music. It's supposed to be lighthearted. Yes. No, it's glorifying a toxic relationship. I mean, she probably shouldn't have thrown her phone at him. That's a little extreme, but... Right, but he comes in wearing a football helmet. Football helmet. She brings back her country accent, though. (laughs) Big time. So there was a fun little thing that Rob Sheffield of Rolling Stone, gotta love him, said... Please come on the show. (laughs) 
when he was talking about the song, um, I love reading his ratings and like the rankings of the songs, but it's so great. He said, Bef- before you, I'd only dated self-indulgent takers, but here she turns into a self-indulgent taker herself and surprise, she likes it. A phone throwing nightmare dressed like a grocery shopping daydream. <laughs> oh, great. Great. But I don't really have any like fun facts really about this song or even personal anecdotes i mean yeah there's not much to there's no lore in it because um, it's fiction is there no yeah i mean she i I honestly think the song is not about someone i mean she even says it's it's just kind of one of those things where she's doing the storytelling she's fictionalizing a relationship i mean she she does that yeah it's fine not everything is autobiographical yeah um but it is like cute that she thinks this is what like a healthy relationship looks like (laughs) I mean, I don't know I'd like to hang out with you my whole life. That's yes. that's fair, but that is yeah. fair. But yeah, I don't know. If you're almost bre- if you're on the verge of breaking up and all this stuff that's, and um yeah. the idea of staying like instead of ending a relationship just because you're because it's familiar because it's safe, you know, is not ideal. <laughs> but that just show- but I mean that's just what a relationship looks like when you haven't had a real any good rel- ones. Yeah, yeah. true. <laughs> you're true. like Maybe yeah, this is what it's to supposed like to be like. Jake, so. who probably she did one dumb thing and he he was gone, gone, gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's really, it's not that deep, guys. No, it's not. It's cute. Well, can we talk about the lyrics, though? Let's do it. Because I do love some of these lines. Like, they crack me up. Yeah, it's definitely, like, funny and... I don't know. The, the <laughs> when you come in wearing a football helmet and I said, okay, let's talk. So football helmet, not to bring up New Girl again, but it just reminds me of an episode Uh-oh. of New Girl. <laughs> but I guess we already did talk about the uh, thinking it's funny when I'm mad part. It's like, oh, continue. It's not, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> um, I like how she st- still manages to get a dig on her exes there when she says, before you, I only dated self-indulgent takers. Yeah. I love how she always puts the blame on the other person. <laughs> yes. Which yes. is understandable because we're always viewing, when you listen to her music, obviously we're viewing things from her lens. So it's not wild to think that she maybe have the wrong perspective because we're only getting one side of the story. So, Yes. I mean, should we talk about like our favorite lines or least favorite line? Yeah. I mean, obviously there's only one right answer <laughs> for favorite line. Which one? I want to hang out with you all the time or whatever. Okay. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love the bridge. The bridge, It's the one yeah. part that I, I was, do like the, a lot. I like that you took the time to memorize me, my fears, my hopes, and dreams. And yes. then I'm just like hanging out with you all the time or my whole life. Yeah. Also. And yeah, I'd like to hang out with you for my whole life or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I just butchered that. Um, but but yeah, that is that honestly, that line reminds me of you and Nate because like, <gasps> I don't know, you guys just hang out all the time. I think I feel like you've like literally just like said that. Like, you're just like, I just like hanging out with you. <laughs> and Nate has definitely said that to me. Yeah. <laughs> that just and like, like and that's me and Evan too. Like, yeah. Even if we're doing different things, we just like to be in the same room. Oh, yeah. That- <laughs> when Nate's computer, when he got an office finally, he was like kind of sad. He's like, I kind of like hanging out with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you had the computer in the living, living room, room before. Yeah. 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 Well, now you have that little chair in the office True. so you can hang out with him while he's on the computer. If I go in that chair, I just fall asleep. It's it's like a nap, <laughs> nap chair. 
Well, back to the, I just, speaking of that, it reminds me of something I remember someone saying to me, but it's like not really that groundbreaking. But if you know, like you want to marry someone, it's not necessarily that you want to live with that person the rest of your life, but you feel like you can't live without them or something. And I was like, that's kind of, I could see, that's kind of the energy of the song. Like, yeah, I just want to hang out with you my whole life. I couldn't imagine it any other way. Yeah. I wish that there was more to say. I mean, Um, I think we should get into the tropies. Yeah. Um, it's, it's moderately tropey. Um, the whole idea of staying, breaking up or almost phones being used as weaponry. (laughs) I mean, just the phone is a trope, but also, I mean, and it's not, it's not even a battle metaphor. It's literally in the fictional relationship. She threw a phone. So yeah, low key toxic relationship, but you might as well stay. I don't even think it's really that toxic, but you know, all you had to do was stay. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All you have to do was stay, stay, stay. Whoa. I'm sure someone has made that mashup. I'm sure. Comparing a past relationship with current. Um, Past relationships were all terrible. Idealizing this guy. Finding romance in the mundane. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Laughing. Both the word and the action. She does a little (laughs) giggle at the end. Um, Love is knowing someone completely, including Mm -hmm. their fears, hopes, and dreams. Her not actually knowing what a healthy relationship looks like. And love equals settling. I guess the one thing that makes me feel like it's settling is like, you might as, you know, I might as well stay. Yeah. Yeah. But I do, um, I do like the, the whole like finding romance in the mundane things like groceries, grocery yeah. carrying. <laughs> that is important. Yeah. It is kind of sad though. Cause it is definitely like this. She has not experienced a healthy relationship in a while yeah. or ever maybe. Yeah. Probably not ever at this point. Cause all of her previous relationships were pretty just like short puppy love, you know, mm-hmm. And then I guess Jake was probably the most intense one, and it was still fairly short, but she really loved him. What about um apparently? Apparently. I'm sure we'll get into more of this later in the album, but what about the guy that she wrote Begin Again about? Oh yeah, Connor Kennedy. Connor Kennedy, I can think of yeah, the Kennedy. I mean, I wonder what happened with that. I know. I feel like well, he didn't he was get that quite much. a bit younger than her, which she was already very young. So. I mean, she also dated Harry, who was quite a bit younger. She's like, this all right, true. I'm done with these older She's guys. Like, the older guys are the worst. But younger guys are also the worst. Actually, probably, I mean, Harry and Connor seemed fine as far as yeah. we can see. Well, you know what? Harry I was trouble. about Connor. I knew he was trouble. And I will stand by this <laughs> till my dying day. Hello, I'm Harry Styles. <laughs> Would you like to go on a date with me? Can you please say the part in um well, you're I never- still love you? <laughs> oh, I you still did love it. you. You did oh, it earlier, you did it so high pitched. Taylor Oh yeah, I don't know why I started off really high. I loved it. I still love you. <laughs> oh, he's a little old lady. <laughs> Hello, Taylor. Call me back. It's me, Harry Styles. Listen to my album Harry's House. Harry's house in the middle of the street, our house. I think we're done. Don't think those are the right words. Uh, I think we're done. We need oh, to you know stop. what? No, no. <gasps> Secret message and ratings. Uh-huh. Well, we're not done. Uh, I lied. <laughs> so, I mean, we're done with like the, the, oh, main the tropes, the tropes. Yeah. Situation. I thought we were done with everything. So the secret You're message like, Bye. is Kay. daydreaming about real love. So it's fiction, guys. Yeah. Well, real love is golden like daylight, Taylor, and you yeah. will find that one day. So what would you rate this song, though? I gave it a four. Wow. Wow. I gave it a five. Yeah. I definitely like it more than you like it. I know that much. But it's That's still, true. I wouldn't necessarily seek it out. Yeah. And I probably yeah. would skip it, depending on my mood. I pretty much always skip it. <laughs> Actually, the next two songs are usually like, skippers. Whoop. 
Yeah. And I'm not a skipper. Like I, I love listening to full albums and just forgetting where my phone is and just like continuing to listen or like not to be a hipster about it, but like vinyl is the only way to listen to music. An album is a piece of art. So you better not skip any of it. I mean, it is. Unless the song is really bad. Like, oh, so it's oh, so quiet by Bjork on post. How dare you? That album's a 10 out of 10, except for that song. Um, (laughs) My favorite Bjork song. Oh, no. I'm just kidding. I hope not. No. (laughs) Um, Swifty Scale. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know either. I I didn't even write a number down because I am, it's like moderately. I feel like it maybe is like just middle of the road, like a five, because it's, it's not really about, I mean, Taylor's magic is in the details and in the specifics and while there is details and specifics, is, it's not yeah. autobiographical. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. like a five? And even, I mean, a fictional song is still Swifty, but less, much less so. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I would probably maybe say. Maybe a six if you're, if you're thinking I'm too low. I, I'm thinking a five. All right. Five football helmets. Five football helmets. No discussion on that because that's it. I was going to say thrown phones, but you know, <laughs> that's just hard I mean, to say. Okay, so I was typing football helmet. <laughs> See, you typed in football thrown. T- Five thrown footballs. Five football thrones. <laughs> oh, I'm not even sleepy, and yet I'm talking like I'm sleepy. All right. Well, now. Is that it? Now I can say it. Wait, what are we going to discuss next week? Oh, uh, next week? Or next Join time. Us, or next time. I don't let's know if it'll say, be in a week. Let's not say a week. We've got, I know, yeah, we've got um, vacations coming up, and things might get crazy on the summer. Uh, but join us next time as we discuss the last time and holy ground. Ooh, wait, you're you said the next ones are skippers. You don't skip holy ground. You just meant the next one. No, I meant stay, 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 and the last time. Oh, okay, okay, good. <laughs> All right. I look no, I love to holy it. ground. All right, Swifties out. Swifties out. Swifties out.